another episode of <clears throat> Alrighty, welcome to episode three of the Recovery Podcast. Uh, Robin Bob, with you as always. Um, so, uh, for those of you who are just checking in, uh, this is a father and son duo. Uh, I suppose our ages, I don't know if they're important. 70 and 42. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we live in Nova Scotia, Canada. And, uh, my father is, uh, recovering alcoholic. Um, hasn't had a drink since I've been born. Um, but, uh, got into the field of counseling, um, alcohol addiction, uh, oh, various addictions, uh, also worked in the Navy, has a, a broad scope of, uh, experience, and, uh, wrote a book, wrote a book called, uh, A Life Not Wasted, have we decided, is that the one, or the I next so. one, maybe, Lessons Learned, or is that a chapter? Uh, it's either gonna, I haven't, haven't decided yet, we're not, no, it's either yeah. gonna be a book, or Couple. two books, yeah, because um, it's long, it's, like 300 computer pages essentially right now yeah. right so uh it could be either way um and so we decided that uh, we've been toying around with the idea of doing a podcast for oh, i suppose i should tell you myself too uh i'm not you know i'm not new to this kind of stuff uh, i worked in the entertainment field um pretty much my whole life started out as a stand-up comedian started out as a cartoonist i guess um although not professionally and then uh fell into stand-up comedy and then did some acting, writing, animation, stuff like that. Um, and uh, But we've always talked. Uh, we've always had very mm-hmm. deep conversations. Um, I remember that it took eight, eight days to drive to Los Angeles one year, and I don't know if we turned the radio on. Like, we, you know. Hardly. Yeah. We're gabbers. And so a podcast works for both of us. And, uh, and so we decided, well, how can we, you know, get word out for the book? Because originally, Dad, you wrote the book for the family. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, the family having read the book, we're like, no, no, you should, you should put this out. So, um, so that's it. This is basically just a chat session, um, where we get into recovery being the theme and there are so many forms of recovery as everyone is recovering from something, I would say, I agree in a state that. of recovery. Yeah. Uh, everyone but, uh, one person we mentioned quite often, which is, uh, my teacher said guru. Um, but anyway. Uh, so, first of all, I guess I'll just ask, how was your week? Um, it was, uh, a little on the rough side. Yeah. I think we said last week that, uh, we mentioned about doing the plant Plans. paradox, uh, diet. Mm-hmm. And I know this is one of the things that you wanted to bring up today. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a totally different way of eating. It's a totally new way of approaching things uh, you basically are giving up a lot of the healthy foods that have been uh, sold to us through the uh, there were air quotes there healthy yeah, healthy quote yeah. Unquote. Uh, yeah. Uh, that the you know it's been <clears throat> healthy foods as lobbied to the government mm. and uh, so it was a very uh, difficult week Oof. All four of us went on it. Yeah. And uh, so it was... Uh, Jeanette and I are still pretty much sticking to it. Yep. Um, Mom and I are and, donezo. And, yeah, and Rob and Judy are... Well, they're going to try to eat healthier, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it literally... Uh, oh. 
kicked the shit out of them, really. Sunk me. Yeah. It's a hard thing because you're, you're going through a detox. Yeah. Um, and basically a withdrawal. Yeah. Um, and you're treating your whole body differently. So your body rebels. Oof. Uh, headaches. My body was an asshole this week. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I had headaches and I had, uh, uh, it, it was funny because you were mentioning that today and the first thing I thought of is, well, you don't have to suffer. You can hurt, but you don't have to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just throwing yeah. said guru back at him. Yeah, no, uh, fair. But it's, uh, yeah, so it's just something, I've done it more than once uh, in in a realm of eating differently. Uh, so I think I was more um, prepared uh, somewhat for the uh... possibly, but you're indomitable. Like I don't understand. I mean, I do understand. Here's the thing. Here's the problem, Father. I do understand, and then it, it makes looking in the mirror even more difficult. <laughs> because I understand. I understand what it takes, but like it, the reason I got because I got very. I was very upset by the fact that I'm. I I can't. I can't. I can't do this. Like because I my the reaction I had to it was I just, my body didn't want to eat. It just was like, then nothing. Then nothing. <laughs> because like we sat down, it was like day five of, I think it was day, maybe day four, day five for yeah. supper. We sat down and uh, it was salmon and just a plate of like green greenery. Greens right? and avocado. and yeah. yeah, avocado. I ate the avocado. I ate the salmon. And uh, I, tr- I tried. I, I, and, and you're just like, uh, it's just fuel. It's just fuel. I'm like, it might just be fuel, but I'm, I'm like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up on the table. Like I, it's just, that was my reaction. So then the next night I try, I'm like, okay, Jeanette, um, maybe we could just blend all the greenery and I'll just suck back. I'll just down it. I'll plug That's, my nose. And I didn't down know it. what that, I knew it was a, a glass or something, but I didn't know exactly yeah, what it was. And I almost, you, none of you were looking because I quickly checked because I gagged. <laughs> I had a gag reaction and then I ate the salmon and I'm like, and then your brain just is just like. Is this what life is gonna be? You're doing this to yourself for what again? Like, so it bothered. But the reason it bothered me, the reason it bothered me, is because listen, should I get my shit together sufficiently that I'm allowed to decide in my life what I would like, right? And I've I've been there. It's quite wonderful. Where you're yeah. like, what what should I do today? Um, limitless options, and I get to India. I'm I'm gonna be facing the same, same situation. Thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it might be different in this, and this is what actually brought up the theme I think I want to talk about with you tonight. Yeah. Environment. Because I worry that it's me tricking my brain, but I feel like if I'm in India and you're at like this ashram and there's just people running around in like one piece robes, Mm. uh, I feel like in that environment I might have a better time with it. Because here, it's just like, I'm looking at bagels that my kids are eating. Because we didn't start them on it because it's just rigorous, right? Um, So it's like, in your environment, I I feel like that's that's my excuse. Ernie Ernie Larson says, wherever you go, there you are. Oh, it's the worst. (laughs) I need a vacation for myself. (laughs) You you take you with you wherever you go. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's difficult, I think, for anybody to change anything. Uh, and something as drastic as your diet, which, I mean, let's face it, we've been um, fed a bill of goods, you know, from the, 
from the, the lobbyist and the food groups. And I mean, the, the Canada Food Guide, I mean, if you look at the Canada Food Guide today compared to the Canada Food Guide uh, before the new one came in, uh, it's a whole different food guide. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we all grew up with the idea that, you know, you pound uh, the grains and you pound all of that stuff into you. That's, that's, and it's, it's basically the same shit that they feed animals to fatten them up. Yeah. So, I mean, we're an animal, so yeah, yeah. we're going to fatten up. So yeah. we wonder why all of a sudden we're so obese. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it's the hardest thing to do is, is to make that change. And it, it's very difficult because you're, like I said, your body reacts drastically. I, I was, I was having headaches. I was hurting quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um, but I know for me, it's something that I, I, I need to power through it, mm. uh, because I know there will be a benefit. Mm-hmm. And it, it, he stated right from the get go before we even started this. And I mentioned it. I mean, you and your mother haven't read anything at all. No, we just jumped on board. You just jumped on board. So without that knowledge of what he's stating in the book as he's writing it, he said flatly, you're going to hate me for two weeks. Mm. So I'm willing to give him mm-hmm. two weeks Yeah. and see where it goes from there. Sure. So, I mean, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I uh, Since I sobered up, I have been somebody who... Once I commit, it's done. Mm-hmm. I, I'll power through it. I mean, and I felt today, I got up a couple of times and just about went to my knees because I got dizzy. Yes. Yeah, so it's, uh, it, it's not easy for me. I'm not, you know, it's not a cakewalk. No. But it's just something that there is, there is a, a benefit at the end. And, 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 and there's an old saying in recovery, you don't quit before the miracle happens. And it's it's just something that I I I'm buying what he's selling, mm-hmm. and it may be another rabbit hole. I've gone down more than one in my life. Yeah. But I I, I just don't feel the research and and the and the science behind them is irrefutable. So it's uh it's just something I'm willing to go through it. I mean, like he, I mean, the guy told me you're gonna feel like shit and you're gonna hate me for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna feel like shit for two weeks. Mm-hmm. But at the end of that, if I am eating in such a way that it prevents me from developing diabetes, it prevents me from uh, developing, uh, you know, various other illnesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, that's a two weeks is a pretty small price to pay. Yeah, that's kind of the way I look at it, and yeah. that's why I I go at I I'm willing I accept it. Mm-hmm. I accept that I'm going to feel like crap for two weeks. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's kind of where my head's at. Yeah, <clears throat> but I'm telling you, brother. Oh, it ain't easy. Jeanette is suffer. Well, she's in pain, you know, form of pain for sure. But yeah. she suffers with it too. But yeah. also, you know, we're juggling the three kids at the same time. Well, so, that's a whole like, different ballgame. For me, it's pretty easy. I'm just a, a fat old dude sitting here in a chair most of the time. <laughs> like the last four nights, you know, the kids are like, "Daddy, play dragon, play dragon." I'm like, "The dragon is broken." <laughs> The dragon has no fire to breathe. Um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, yeah, it, oh, it's just been uh, <laughs> it's been rough. But anyway, um, yeah. So what else? Uh, anything else this week other than that? Um, 
Not a whole lot. I mean, other than um, I mean, I haven't really played hockey for a week and a half either, because mm. uh, my foot was sore. But I mean, I literally didn't have the strength to play hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, as you know, I mean, for me to pass up hockey, I yeah, I've got to be hurting. Yeah, you play like four or five <clears throat> times a week. Four or five times a week, and uh, man, I I I bailed. I just didn't have it. I'm hoping like hell that tomorrow's, uh, you know, I get I have a little bit of. Uh, a juice left in me to go play. Well, I played like uh, for the second time, I guess, in two years. Um, mm. Would that have been before or after the last recording? I think it was after. Yeah, it was after. Um, but so, so we were maybe three days into the cleanse yeah, or something. So you were, and know. I, I. It's funny because uh, you know you were. I'm playing in an old timers league, and uh, and so you just jump out on the ice, and one of the guys from high school, uh, one of the best players that I grew up with, was playing on the other team. It was it's his team. Right, and so we and I didn't say hi to anybody because I just didn't really want them to know it was me. Uh, <laughs> I got the full cage on. I'm just a guy out skating around, and uh, oh, it's just it was it was rough. And it's funny because afterwards I'm playing like with uh, my best friend since we were young, and uh, and I'm like I just I felt like a bag of dog food, and he's like actually I thought you were better this week, <laughs> which says how bad I was the first time. But even my buddy, after the game, he came up and he's like, uh, Rob, I didn't know that was you. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, man, it's me. You look, you look. I, or I said something about, uh, it's probably because I was the one watching you as you were blowing past me with the puck. Yeah. And he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, you're uh, pretty rusty, eh? And he starts <laughs> laughing and I'm like, yeah, I'm covered in rust. <laughs> but I did, I felt like I dropped 10 pounds. I, dro- I dropped, like, because I, I started nice. off 181. Yeah. And when I weighed myself yesterday, I was 171. And, like, anything under 175 for me is, uh, because when I went through my complete just collapse, um, I, I remember that, like, I dropped to 160 pounds, which I have no recollection of in my life. Even when I was in high school, I was 175 pounds. Um, so being 160, pounds, it just, I I think it triggered a bit of a, like, oh, I I can't, because... I don't seem to be able to eat this food right now, and I know it's two weeks, but I got a little bit worried. Um, but anyway, so, but all around, like, I find it daunting, and that was, I guess, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about was, like, when you're in a state of recovery, mm. um, it's difficult to change everything about yourself. Yep. Like, it, there's so many, Jeanette and I were talking about it in the car today, <clears throat> we were saying, like, with the kids, like, it's, uh, you know, like, they'll watch TV. Now, we don't like them necessarily watching a lot of TV because, you know, I'll sit in the room and they'll be watching TV and, yes, they're quiet and, you know, I put on the best possible cartoon I can, but at the same time, in that space, they are doing nothing with their their minds, their creativity. They're just sitting and watching something rather than if they're playing, they're coming up with games, they're engaged, they're involved. Mm. Um so it's a real delicate balance because then we were just like like as parents we got to be better parents. So it's like oh man we got to be better parents. We got to be better people. We got to eat better. Uh, you know. So I feel like it's almost like a reconstruction of my whole life I'm in right now. It well I mean that's a classic that's classic recovery right there. Uh, when you're talking about recovery, especially early on, uh, and it does get to a point where you have to kind of get selfish in a way. Because I, if, if I let it go and I went into a relapse, everything that I had gained back, I would, it would go, it'd be gone. Mm. I know it would. So 
it's the same here is like when you you can't be all things to all people all the time we're not nobody's that good mm. so you have to focus on getting through what you can do is all you can do that's just that's a that's a self-evident truth you either buy it or you don't yeah so uh you know get through it's just determining what that is. I, I agree with that, that it's a truth. Yourself. You have, if you can't look after yourself, it's the same as like we were talking last week about self-discipline. If you can't discipline yourself, others will discipline you. Mm-hmm. If you can't look after yourself, then you fall into the thing of, of being uh, uh, always uh, uh, having other people responsible for you. Mm-hmm. So you're not claiming that back. So... It all starts, and I know this sounds weird, it all starts in my idea as, as getting healthy within your own body and mind. Mm-hmm. Then everything benefits from that. Right. So it's, it's like... It's the putting the oxygen mask on first in the airplane. No, it's a, that's, I love that analogy. I think it's perfect. It, it really fits what we're trying to do. Yeah. Uh, so when you get yourself in, in a, a, a good state... Uh, then you become the good parent. You become the good spouse. You mm-hmm. become somewhat, you know, like uh, yep. you know that that's kind of the way I look at it. Um, and the thing is, is that you're always working on something. Mm-hmm. That's the way we. That's the way we roll. We're mm-hmm. always getting. We're working a program, as Ernie Larson used to say. You know, like. Uh, it's it, it really funny in one of his videos he says something like uh, <clears throat> if you want to have some fun go to a meeting and ask people what are they working on mm. and the bad stuff well what bad stuff you know the character defects well which ones you know and, and mm-hmm. he would keep drilling down mm. until they got frustrated and walked away because everybody says they're 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 trying to change something but they can't identify exactly what it is they're trying to change. Mm. So therefore, they're changing nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, talk's cheap. Yes. You can say something, but what are you trying to work on? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that's always something that you've got to keep that in your brain box all the time. Like, you know, um, it, and it takes a long time to groove a new pathway Mm -hmm. you know and and that's the hardest thing to do so that's why I think Buddy says in the book he says you know you're going to eat this way for six weeks because it takes six weeks to change the eating habits yeah and it it's hard holy shit it's hard I mean I mean I'm no different than you you think you know like I, I I got this all figured out Man, I'm telling you, when I walked by the kids with grilled cheese the other day, and, I, and they left mm-hmm. a whole bunch of it on their plate, I could have scarfed that back in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. But at what cost? Mm-hmm. So the, the, that's the hardest. It's not easy, let's mm-hmm. face it. But, you know, that's, that's, that's life. I mean, that's just, yeah. you're, you're always fiddling with something. Yeah. So it makes it fun, too, for me. I, right. You know, I want to see what's at the end of this. Mm-hmm. I want to see how this turns out. Yeah. <clears throat> and I've been all week, I've been, uh, you know, finally, today and yesterday, I, I got, I, I lugged all those tools home. Rob helped me out lugging most of the tools home. Mm. And I've been out 
out in the garage today trying to sort out the garage and get that sorted away. So, I mean, Judy's got a bunch of honey-do lists there that I need to get at. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't, geez, I couldn't turn around the garage. So yeah. I've been working on that. So that just, that's the next focus is, mm-hmm. is doing those that stuff for her and getting that out of the way. Yeah. Fixing the fridge, you know. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't well, that's seem it. like much, but yeah, no, but it takes it takes time. It takes energy. Time and energy, yeah. And I'm just starting to yeah kind of get that back again. Yeah. And, I, and here, here's another thing about this whole diet thing mm-hmm. that we've been struggling with up here. Uh, I mean, the 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 doc that wrote this thing's from California. Mm. So I mean, I mean, it's his food it, options. Yeah. Well, he's are got, different. You know, a thousand options. He's got. Uh, He's got all the hippies out there growing free-range chickens and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. I mean, there's a certain thing you have to do because one of the premises is uh, you if you're eating chicken, you're eating what they ate. Mm-hmm. So a chicken was designed to eat insects and, you know, vegetation and stuff like that, but it wasn't designed to eat grain. Mm. So... I mean, most of the chickens that we have around here are grain fed, mm-hmm. so it it's uh, you can't find the same things that they have in California. I mean, mm-hmm. I've looked, yeah, and I'm still on the hunt right now for healthy stuff. I finally found some grass fed beef and 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 lamb, which we had tonight, um, just because we couldn't find any pure mm-hmm. chicken. Yeah, so it's 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 a struggle, especially up here where. Down there, they have fresh fruit all the time. They yeah. have fresh everything. Yeah. I mean, it's wintertime in Nova Scotia, yeah. folks, and yeah. there ain't no lettuce growing in my garden. But we had a, just a lemon tree in our backyard in California. Yeah, you know, just that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's uh, it's 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 a cha- it's more of a challenge up here than it is down there, but that makes it more interesting. Mm, well, we're also thinking about getting chickens. Yeah, I'm gonna. Tr- I well, I haven't sold Judy on the fact yet, but. Hey, I talked her into letting me buy that whole bloody shop. So yeah, you might want to wait yet. a couple weeks. <laughs> There's hope yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm treading very I'm treading very gently right now. Yeah. Um, but the fact, uh, yeah, I I can I can I can do a chicken coop and then they're you know let them uh, let them do their free range thing. I mean, with not free range in the fact that we just let them run wild because we got hawks and eagles around here that would have a feast. Mm. <clears throat> but I mean, I, I've I've got designs in my head to build a. It's called a chicken tractor, mm-hmm. and it's basically uh, uh, a mobile chicken coop that you move them into different areas of the lawn. Oh, cool! And just let them scratch and do whatever they're going to do. Yeah. So you oh, know, okay. yeah. So that's in my brain box right now. I'm I'm designing as I'm talking almost. Yeah. Because um, that's the way my mind works. But yeah, so that'll be fun, and the mm. kids will love it. I mean, chickens are kind of cool for kids. I mean, yeah, yeah. just uh, chase you know, them around. I get around. and and uh, the guy I bought the shop from, he was raising chickens. He said they're really kind of cool because they'll follow you around mm. and do all that kind of stuff. So, I remember raising them when I was a kid, and uh, yeah, it was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Right up until you chop their heads off and take well, feathers off them, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, rugged. But that's the way it works. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel too bad. They're the last remnants of the dinosaurs. Oh, that's true. You know. That's true. And they just, they rip your intestines out for fun. Well, hmm. So, um, where are you on the book now? Um, I've got the proposal ready. Um, 
pretty much ready. Yep. It's, 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 it's in a rough uh, draft, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think it will take a whole lot of cleaning up. And then the other side of it is, do I chase publishers around trying to get them to publish it, mm-hmm. or do I self-publish? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, did Judy tell you about, uh, remember Hussies? Yes. She showed me the article. Yeah. A local woman uh, that we grew up, I grew up knowing from our days way back, uh, yeah, just popped up in the newspaper having self-published her own book that's yeah getting really good feedback so i mean maybe that's the way to go and then uh, <clears throat> then get it out there and and, and start plugging it yeah. i mean that's uh that's what uh that's what i guess that's what you do well you know again it's it's like everything else i mean you can have somebody else do it um but their interest is not your interest so i mean they're just mm. uh yeah I struggle that I struggle with that a lot. Yeah. I mean that's essentially why I left Los Angeles. I mean that was one of the big reasons. Um was just because I, you know, again in my mind I was like, well I can I can do most of this stuff from anywhere. Like uh, you know, I don't necessarily have to be here on these big productions with you know, all these people and it was exciting and stuff, but at the same time it's frustrating because as you said, like there's people whose interests aren't necessarily your interests and you know, the decisions that come down aren't necessarily logical a lot of the time, especially, yeah. like, behind this camera stuff. It's just as an actor, you know, it's it's frustrating because you're in front of the camera and you're learning your lines and you're doing all that. And, you know, you might know some names of some people that are making the decisions about your career, but you don't know who they are. You don't know yeah. what they're, what, you know, they're ba- what they're basing their decisions on. It was very frustrating. So it's hard for me now. I'm stubborn as hell. Um... And so, I, you know, it's not like I walked back home and had it figured out, and, and I'm still in the process of figuring it out, because, you know, I, I guess I realized after coming home that, no, no, I, there's a lot of things I can do, yes, but I'm not, there's other things I, I'm not good at, and so it's hindering my process. So, for instance, because I self-published, I self-published my first, uh, well, I say, yeah, my first kid's book, um, Looking for Happiness, and then, and then it was just like, okay, now what? And I got a, you, you can buy lots of courses and workshops online. Like there was this one by this guy who um, had children's books. Uh, he was, I think he was like, had a really big role in a really big company and he was making tons of money. And then he just said, oh, I, I've always wanted to do children's books. So I'm going to do that. He might've been a marketer. I'm not sure, but I think he was. And so then he set out this like whole workshop of like, here's how you do it. Here's how you self-publish mm. children's books and get them purchased. And, uh, you know. So it's it's out there. It's just that I, if I don't get like almost like immediate response or like immediate satisfaction from it, or I can't fix, then I just start thinking, well, maybe I should do something else. Then I'll do something else, and then it just goes into a circle. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing, you know, I I guess I guess that's kind of where my brain's at right now. I've got this basic product done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now uh, uh, I'm under the same umbrella that I accused you of not too long ago, and that's having something that's sitting there not doing nothing. It's hard. It's hard. It's yeah. hard because it's you know be, it, because you in all the other things that you do, um, and and you've told me this before, and you tell me this a lot, and I agree with it to a point, and uh, it's when you you're like act, just just get up and do something with it. 
Mm. And it's like, uh, fully, fully. But I also, I don't want to waste my time doing things that aren't going to work or uh, not knowing what I'm doing. Like, if I go to the gym, if I go to the gym and I don't know what the hell I'm doing mm. and I just walk into a gym, acting is going to get me injured. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, that, so it, there's a certain amount of like figuring out the process. I think the main point is just, I mean, and that's part of acting, I think, right? You're figuring out the process. You're still mm. in the act of um, crossing from A to Z, right? Whether it's research or trying to figure out, you know, what you need to do with it. But it is. It's very difficult, and then you get frustrated, and there's no one barking at you to get things done, Yeah. right? So it can just sit. And so, um, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And, you know, it's like I said to Jeanette, because we're trying to put, like, this whole thing together where we're performing together now and it's you know we want to do fundraisers and we want to do all that stuff and you know it's uh it's a it's baby steps and b it's um you know it, it's just going to take time the heart the most friction is in the very beginning yeah um where she gets frustrated with me is that uh it's constant beginnings and constant friction because um I mean, you know, you can make excuses or you, you can call them reasons. I, I, I honestly don't know at that point. But in my head, um, you know, my, I guess you'd say my confidence just got completely shattered. So I, I literally, for the first time in my life, um, lost the confidence in my own decisions. And when you lose confidence in your own ability to navigate the world and everybody is telling you, like, come on. You got to get your shit together. You got to get started. You got to get, you blah. It, it's like, oh God, like I, it's hard for me to jump in and, um, what I know I have to do, which is completely focus on one thing and just mm -hmm. go. Uh, it's very difficult for me to do that because I'm like, yeah, but what if this isn't, and again, it's, I, I, even as I say it, I know, Yeah. even as I say it, I know, but then I don't know because I'm saying it. So yeah. But I, she was today, she was just like, you know what you got to do is you got to get back to the guy who was in Montreal that time for the auditions for Last Comic Standing and took a hoof in the nuts with getting catfished. Please check that out. I'm actually quite uh, proud of that bit. It's probably my favorite bit online. If you look up Jay Malone, um, what would it be under? Uh, MySpace Girlfriend. And that'll tell you the story of me getting catfished. Anyway, I just gotten catfished. And uh, I arrived at the airport thinking this woman's real husband, who I didn't know what he looked like, was going to take me out in the airport. It's a big snowstorm. I go to the last comic standing auditions. Another hoof in the nuts. I'm waiting in line to go perform. And this guy goes in front of me and he's right off the street. Not a performer. Literally just walked in off the street. Got up and just started ranting into the microphone. And they're like, oh, this guy's got something. And I'm like, no, that's a spectacle. What you're, what you're after is a mm. spectacle, and you're getting it. So then I get up, take another hoof, and that's there. I go back. I get um, uh, an email from my agent. So it's a Friday, and she's like, hey, I know you're in Montreal, but I feel like this audition is really good for you. Uh, check it out. And so I open it up, and I read it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm booking this. Like all the shit that's happening in my life right now, which was at that point a lot to handle, mm. and I focused on that, and I said, I'm fucking booking this. I am booking this. And I even had to call and change my flight, spend $600 I didn't have, to change my flight to get back to Los Angeles to go to that audition. 
And uh, remember that? That's when I was like, I'm, mm. it's me against the cosmos then, I guess. Yeah. Is that what it's going to be? Yeah. And uh, I remember I was just telling this story the other night, because it's, it's actually a pretty good story. I don't know. But um, anyway, she's like, you, you got to get back to, to that guy, because then I ended up, it's a whole story. I don't need to tell mm. it here. But um, it was the former executive producer of Friends. It turned out to be him. Uh, I, they, they called and said I was testing for the show, because I went in, did the audition, I did the, the callback. And then they're like, yeah, you're testing, which for people that don't know out there, testing, it's like, it's down to like you and a few other people. And that's it for the lead role in this big NBC, I think it was NBC uh, sitcom pilot. And so uh, they called on the day of the test, they called and they said, uh, yeah, we're not going to take a chance on his visa. And I'm like, what? And it's like, yeah, the visa I spent $7,000 to allow me to come from Canada to work in the United States. They're not going to take a chance on that visa. And it's like, yeah. And so I'm just laying on my roommate's floor, and he's in the same boat. He's a Canadian, too. And I'm like, what are, what are we doing here? I've invested three years of my life so far in Los Angeles. We have, we have visas that don't work? What, like, what are we doing? So anyway, I'm devastated again. Then they call me, and they say, yeah, they changed their mind. You can go. So now I have to, like, get myself into a completely new head. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to test now. I'm going. Let me wipe the tears away here, take the shit out of my pants, and uh, here we go. So then I'm on the highway, and it just so happened around that time, uh, over the hill... Um, uh, the, the hills were on fire. Okay. Hills are on fire. I could see it when I walk out of my apartment, they're on fire. So all the exits are closed as I'm trying to get off to the studio, which is right underneath the burning inferno. Right. So I finally get there. I get in, they don't have my name at the door because Jane Malone's not my real name. So that was always an issue down there. So that's another delay. I'm already late. Okay. Uh, and as I'm walking towards where I'm testing for this thing, ash is falling from the sky. People are walking outside with like covering their mouths and I'm like, I'm fucking booking this. I am booking. You're trying to burn me down, God. It's not happening. I'm booking this. So then I go in and, uh, the executive producer of friends is like, uh, oh my God, thank God you're here. I'm like, what? He's like, oh, last night my wife and I were at home. We saw your Kia commercial and she's like, that's your guy right there. He's like, he's testing in the morning. I'm thinking my life is going to change drastically. I go in, nail it, get back. They call and they're like, yeah, they're not going to take a chance on your papers. <laughs> he wants you, but they said no. Anyway, it's a whole ridiculous story. But she's like, you got to get back to that guy. The guy that was just laser focused, yeah. all this other shit going on. Yeah. <sighs> but that guy and this guy, they're just, yeah. I don't know. It, that was a that was I don't know I felt like I needed to end the story but that was yeah it has nothing to do with recovery. Maybe you don't it does. think I do. Yeah. Uh, it's. It never fails. To. It never fails to amaze me. Like, we're we're always talking about things that are going on they're like we're always battling we're always battling battling mm. battling battling and it's funny because what's the first thing in recover is yeah Except, we surrendered yeah you know yeah and and it's but you can't surrender from life because nope. that's that's what's going on you i mean it's just surrendering to something that you know you can't beat that's all that that's that refers to. The problem, I think, in in a lot of cases, and and I have the same problem as, as you do, because 
my my mind is working on so many different things in my head at the same time that if I let too many things go, I don't get anything done. Mm -hmm. So I have to pick one mm -hmm. and just finish it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and then then again pick another one. That's just it. It's kind of first step thing. Mm -hmm. But for for and and I think you're kind of in the, in the situation right now where you're, you know. I am a chicken with its head chopped Well, you're, off. you're exactly. You're running around in all directions, but I I don't know how to. I don't know how to solve that problem because I, I, I just know how I solve the problem when I get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I have to, I have to really like right now, uh, my shop has been a shambles for about two weeks. Mm -hmm. And every time I went out to do something, I couldn't find anything. So mm -hmm. it was driving me insane. So right now, before I do any other pro I can do Judy's little projects because I know where the material is and I, it's, it's a 15 minute job mm -hmm. but the, 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 the other stuff I can't I can't proceed until I clean up yeah my, my workspace yeah same as in your brain yo my brain is your workspace yeah so it, it's it's just like and, and we've had the conversation before like what is it that you can complete right now what is it that you can't actually finish right now? Mm -hmm. And I think that's where you has you, that's where your focus has to be, whatever mm -hmm. that is. Mm -hmm. But it's, uh, you know, it's funny because I, I always used to tell you one thing: fire enough mud against the wall, and something will stick. And so I just spent my whole life throwing mud <laughs> blindly. No, but, but I, yeah. yeah, but I I I I kind of got the feeling right now you're picking all kinds of mud up, but it ain't getting thrown. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not. No. Yeah. And you know, but then I ah, oh, it's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard because yeah. it's like when I when I first went to therapy, um, because I was just like that. You know, when you don't trust your decisions, uh, hey, could you tell me what I should do? <laughs> Somebody please help me. So I was like, for the first ah, oh, me and therapy. Jeez, I never never would have thought. But you know, not to disparage it. You know, it was helpful. But I remember we went in and uh, and we were talking about it, and she's just like. You know, it's uh, you. You have to stop being so hard on yourself. Like, it's, you know, sometimes things just take time, and so the the way I kind of look at it is the way I like to look at it. I guess is uh, which I'm not following because you you know it's nice to look at things, but then you get in a moment and you get taken over by compulsive behavior or whatever, and you're mm -hmm. off to the races. But <clears throat> gardening, right? So flower. Uh, I'd like to do a children's book about this. Actually, don't yell at your flower mm. because yelling at your flower isn't going to do anything it's just going to it's going to blossom and bloom when it does yeah so uh it's like said guru says he's like if if you want to well he says mangoes but uh he so he'll say like if you want mango you, you don't think mango you think sunlight soil water mango will come yeah so instead of yelling because as he says, life is not happening the way you want it. Source of all suffering. Hmm. That's it. One sentence. Life is not happening the way you want it. Battle. Yeah. Now you're in a state of battle. Oh, well, that's exactly it's what I said. Battle, he's surrendering, yeah. accepting every second. This is your life. Yeah. 
this the, the situation I'm in is the sum total of all the decisions I've ever made. Mm-hmm. The software that I've been running through life with mm-hmm. has brought me to this point. So right. it's like, am I, <clears throat> am I not putting stuff out um, because I'm fearful, which, shit, I could, I could make the argument, yeah, uh, there, there are definitely certain aspects. I don't know how to share this side of myself, which is a big problem, mm. right? I'm, I'm trapped in jokes Malone, yeah. right? Telling jokes. That's the only way I know how to be with people. Mm. Not individually. I can get into like deep conversations with pretty much yeah. anyone. But, or is, is something coming? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like is, is something gurgling below the surface that, that, um, that will have, I, you know, I have to believe that's what it is. I, I, I want to believe that's what it is. Mm. I'm putting work in. When I look at the work, I can see a progression. Do you know what I mean? Like even after getting back on stage, after not being on stage for like, I, I walked away. Like I walked. So like three years I did. Mm. I got on one night. I just decided to write from start to finish an hour and a half long show. I did two back to back. And I started promoting the show before I'd written a word of it. So I put these ridiculous pressure situations on myself but knowing how I feel on stage now it, mm. it, it feels better you know I'm still yeah. not able to talk about necessarily the things I want to talk about yeah I, I, if you think think I don't know this is just a, a, an observation but um Nine times out of ten, uh, all right, uh, very few people get to talk about what they really, really want to talk about. Mm. Uh, it is, it's, it's a very, um, it's a very, it's a very tight spot that you can actually do that. 99.9% of the population goes to work, does their jobs, uh, does what they have to do. Uh, and will find uh, a, a place, if they're lucky, that they can go and express themselves. Mm. So uh, that's what you're just describing to me is perfectly normal. Mm. Uh, if, you're, if you're on stage telling jokes, you can't talk about the deeper things that, that's going in your head. Because uh, that's going to bomb because the, the the two things are are probably in conflict. Yeah, like you have to. It's a whole thing. You have yeah. to paint a picture, right? Like the audience doesn't know you from Adam. So yeah. when you walk out on stage, you're leading mm. them down a path for an hour. Yeah, and it's a uh, you know to jump into so said guru like that. It's there. It's a disconnect right off the top. Yeah. I still feel like there might be a way to get into it, well, but I'm not found, there yet. I think, I think you found a way of getting into a said guru with, with the cartoons. Yeah. You were able to get out some, some, some really funny things, mm. but, uh, you know, the battle between said guru and Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Oh, my dear God, that, that, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can that's, your, that's your avenue maybe to get that out. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as, as the stage stuff, I I, I no, and I've come that's to not terms. Even an issue with the stage. I no, you, I've, that's a yeah. piece, that's a that's a no brainer. Yeah, that's I mean like I've come to terms. Ice. Yeah, exactly. I've come yeah. to terms with that, and like, yeah. you know, enough stuff pops up 
you know, in, in my life other than that. Like, that, there's two very separate aspects to my life right now. So it's one, when we're done talking here, I'm going to go listen to him probably mm. talk about whatever. It doesn't matter. And then there's life that you're in. Mm. And so, you know, it's like uh, lots and lots of stuff happens. And thankfully, my brain is still primed to, I think, uh, to, to grab onto things. and like, oh, that's for, I got to do a bit about that, right? Mm. Like, I got to do bits about that. I'm, I'm focusing less now on things that are, I think, might be funny and more on things that get me riled up. Like that other day when I was in the coffee shop and that woman yeah. said I, yeah. I used to stalk her yeah. to the coffee oh, shop yeah, employee. Yeah. Yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah. thank God you're here. See that guy over there? He used to stalk me. And it was just like, it just like, and I'd already, she wasn't going to tell me because the woman was still there. She's like, hey, uh, do you know that woman? I'm like, no. She's like, oh, she says you used to stalk her. And it floored me. It floored me. Mm. Especially these days. You can't go around saying something like that yeah. about another person. Like, God knows, you know. So anyway, uh, that I'm throwing on stage. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, there was that little Facebook spat I had. Didn't even It didn't evolve into a spat because my reply, which I had and published, I deleted because I'm like, you just went guns blazing on this person you don't mm. even know. Because I uh, all I did was comment on my cousin who made a good point about the Canada f- Food Guide. And I just said, well said, sir. Mm. And she's like, doctor. And I know he's a doctor. He's a doctor. That's fine. But I, I meant nothing by it. You know what I mean? Like I said, yeah. it's just a way of speaking. Yeah. And I was like, so a doctor can't be a sir? And she came at me with like, well, first of all, it's gender specific. Secondly, um, you he is are, male. Yeah, he is male. You yeah. are discounting his years of sacrifice to get to that level. Yeah. It was absurd. And I just went guns blazing. And I read it to Jeanette. And she's like, it's super funny. Um, you can tell you're pissed. Is there any point to it? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because I've gotten into a few of these before. I don't seek them out, but I've gotten into a few of them before. And it gets me really riled up. Right? And yeah. I, I generally will come out on top just because it's uh, when I'm riled up, I'm pretty good with words. Yeah. But it serves no purpose. But it does but, serve as a nice little piece on stage that I can get oh, into. Oh, I mean, it, that's that's the beauty. That's that is, if nothing else, that's where you have an ability to to not get back at them because no, it, it's not it, about it's, getting it's, back. It's not because I mean you can't fix stupid, uh, but it, it it's a way of venting, yeah. but also entertaining. Yeah. So it's it's it is like the MySpace girlfriend. I mean that that yeah. that's a classic. That thing. is the best example actually. That changed. Yeah. I think that changed for me as a comedian. Yeah. Because that was the first. And I remember talking to you about this because I was just, oh, I can't tell you the level of embarrassment that happens when mm. something like that goes down. It, it like, I I could like see my levels of dealing with it. Right. Like there's anger. There's mm. I please don't talk about that. You know. Yeah. And then finally I was just like, no, I have to. I have to. I have to turn this into something, or it's gonna eat me from the inside. Mm. And so I wrote like an eight minute long bit, and I remember calling you, I think, and reading it to you, and uh, and it was the first time I'd ever done comedy from pain. Yeah. yeah. Never done it before. Yeah. It was always just like, um, bits. you know, frivolous bits, bits yeah. to yeah. make people laugh, which is still fun, but comedy from pain—that's a different. That just hits a different level with people. Mm. 
And I could feel it. I could feel it. <clears throat> but anyway. Well, it's funny you say that because I think most people, that's why I think these, what we're doing right now is important in a way because I, I think um, people don't get to talk about shit like this. They don't, very, very seldom are people open enough to discuss this kind of thing. And I, I think that... See, you would know that more than me. Yeah. You would know that more than me because you're a, worked in counseling sessions with family members. So you're trying to get things out of... You're trying to get this conversation started, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. That's not my experience. My experience is only with me. Yeah. So I'm completely open and honest with people about pretty much anything and will go to any depth anybody wants to. And I just assume that's how everybody works. Yeah. That's more, that's more rare than... than... And I think that's just being brought up in the environment where we share a lot of stuff. So. Yeah. Even my therapist, I think I mentioned the first time, she's, she's like, people don't usually share this much in the first <laughs> session. I'm like, well, I, I need help. So I just like opened my closet and like threw all the skeletons out in front right. of her. I was just, yeah. here it is. Is it karma? <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah. So it, it, again, it's one of those things that, that I think for me, it, it's, it's looking at what I can do. It's the responsibility thing. Yeah. My responsibility. What can I actually do uh, to move forward? And if, if nothing else, I mean, that's my, my mantra, mantra, yeah. whatever you want to call it. I got to be moving forward. I got to be, I got to be progressing in some direction. Um, uh, it's 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 when I am not that uh, I I let the stinking thinking get back in my head and I can I can I can feel uh, I can feel that draw back into that dark place yeah and I just I just refuse to let myself go there mm. and it's it's always about um, you know like. Again, it's just, it's all about trying to take a step mm -hmm. and then another and another. And as long as I'm walking and doing things and, and, and it keeps me from um, allowing that old habits, old thoughts, old mm -hmm. methods to return. Because I still have that in me. Mm. That hasn't changed any. I've learned that in order to not allow that to reassert itself, I have to be very much living in the now. Mm. I have to be very much living in the next step. Mm. Where do I go from here? You mentioned before that, that your culmination of everything that you've done up to this point. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. Uh, so if that is is all the the experience experiential uh things that you've gone through have got you there and you want to be in a different place it's obvious that to move to the next place or four years or a year down the line that's going to depend on what you are going to do between then and now mm -hmm. if you don't do anything except the same shit, mm -hmm. two years from now you'll be in the same boat mm -hmm. And no, it'll be different. <laughs> you know, 
you know, it'll be different. But, I mean... One way or another. You know Whether it's... Con- no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Whether it's, like, because there are actions and consequences, right? Like, you can only... Like, people can only put up with your shit for so long. Yeah. That, that's just, uh, you know... That's just how life works. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but <clears throat> even for me, like, oh, like, I'm still... You know, the, the food, um, changing the diet and stuff was... Uh, you know, difficult for me on a lot of levels. One of which was like the other night, just another, just I, I, I like dark, dark place. Mm, I can tell that. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, true to my word, um, I'm now back on my meds. Yeah. So I started taking them two days ago because I said to Jeanette, um, look, give me one more shot to, to just, you know, work the schedule we're doing, lock into it. Um, and, and, you know, not go back to that point where just hope is gone. Mm. It's gone. It's like a, it's almost like a despair. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so yeah, it happened. And so she's like, okay, so so now what? Because she wanted me on them immediately because she remembers when I was on them the very first time when my therapist put me on them. Um, she's like, I remember being in Ottawa. We were on a family vacation, and we're in Ottawa and we're staying with uh, her mom and her stepdad. And some stuff was going on around us that had her, like, riled, hmm. riled. And she <clears> was <throat> like, you were not as affected. Like, it it was a noticeable difference. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. I'm like, I, you know, um, I, I, I have nothing more to say, so yeah. I'll just go on them. Yeah. But it, that's, it's very difficult for me. It's, um... You know, it's a... Well, I think, I think again, it, it's, to me... It makes sense to me that if... And, and we've, I, I mentioned this before. If something isn't working, and you've tried and tried and tried and tried, and it, it's, you still are slipping back into that uh, the, the dark place and there's something that you can do about it and you don't that is either the dark place telling you exactly what's going on or it's ego saying I know I'm stronger than this I know I can be it goes back to that surrender thing that we talked about mm. uh, it's getting to the point where you can say you know what I need help yeah uh, I can't do this uh, on my own. I can't do this anymore by myself. It's the we part of recovery. We admit it. we were powerless over our darkness, our addiction, our whatever, and that our lives had become unmanageable. Mm-hmm. That's either you buy that or you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do, then you have to, and you're you're doing this. You're you're. You have a, 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 a power greater than yourself, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, you're, you're ascribing to said guru, but you, you have a, a vision I, of I need something to, bigger. I'd like to talk, well, I'd like to talk more, but you continue, yeah. I don't want to cut you off. But, but yeah. no, but that, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just allowing uh, other people and other things into your life that can make that change. If that isn't working... And then there is a medication, again, if you don't go that route, not saying that you're going to be on this medication for the rest of your life, you don't need to be, because I think 
Oh, that's one of the other things about this eating plan. I, I, I didn't tell you. Mm. It's supposed to help you with all of that shit mm. in your brain. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. yeah, it's so. Yeah, yeah it's chemical. Yeah. It's, it's all chemical. Anyway, that's 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 me. I'm done. Yeah. But you were saying you wanted to talk about. Oh no! Just like because the well, it doesn't really it doesn't really apply to any. But it was like in terms of the higher power being said guru, like it's just a it's a small distinction, but it's one that I like to make with people because otherwise they're just like it sounds yeah. like a cult. Sounds like you're into this dude a little too heavy. Yeah. It's really not the dude. No, it's a teacher. He's, he's, a a, he's a teacher, but it's what it's what he represents, right? Yeah. So when he speaks, it's like my ultimate self speaking to me. Right. He speaks with a voice that I think is uh, it comes from a common place that we all. No, I agree. Share, I agree. right? I agree. The so guy, his real name is Jaggy Vazudev. Who cares? <clears throat> it does, that that guy doesn't matter to me right now. Yeah. What is the voice he's speaking with now? I guess that's why it resonates so deeply. I think because it's 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 empty of. Bullshit, which yeah. I immediately thought of John. <laughs> I thought of John down there because he's got I got a big bullshit detector, and uh, anyway, he like he jokes it about me and said guru, but it's fine. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, I mean, it's ah, uh, it's mm, it is ego for sure. It's ego. Uh, it's not my dark place telling me because I don't, uh, you know, it's like I even said to Jeanette, like I get, you know, it's an antidepressant basically, mm. um, but. Like, yeah, it's just, it's being, already having spiraled down the drain, and now I'm at the bottom, just like, how do I get, I want to get back up there, yeah. how do I get back yeah. up there, and then it's it's working on a bunch of things, and feeling like my wheels are just turning, not being patient enough for just, to just let it happen, and then I also think I'm guilty of uh, exactly what I think Mom and Jeanette are kind of guilty of doing with us, sometimes, I mean, holy shit, mm. they, they're forgiven immediately, because they have to put up with us, but, um... You know, they'll they'll judge new ideas based on how other ones went. Oh, I get that all the time. Yes. And I'm starting to do it with myself, which, you know, another place I've never been, where it's like the idea pops into my head and now I have to look at it. Like, okay, where where are you coming from? Why are you there? I think I but I think that's a healthy thing. I, I Oh, I, I do too, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of those things where like I, I, I wrote about that in the book. Like, I have a tendency to chase things down rabbit holes. Yes. Uh, and so now, and I think we're, we're kind of doing this between us. Yep. But we're, we're, we kind of, uh, we throw ideas out to, to each other and the family and, and, and throw it out there. And sometimes, you know, hey, that's a great idea. Mm. And other times, mm, not so much. Mm. But even the not so much ideas don't mean that they're not bad ideas. They're just not good at this particular time. Yeah, yeah. So it it's I, I I've kind of learned to table them, mm. right? Yeah. Like uh, throwing the chicken coop up. Well, you oh, it's all about money. I mean, we we, we mm. can't have the money. We're not gonna. Well, ninety five percent of what I need to do is sitting in the yard. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of me putting the time in. Right. And I get a kick out of it because I mean, God bless Judy. Oh my God. She's had to pull me off more ledges. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny in a way. It's it's like I've said a, a, a million times. Uh, if it wasn't for Judy, I'd be filthy rich or I'd be in the gutter. There, there's just there's really no in between. Yeah. But still, I, I, I still burn with the juices of what's next. I still burn with the idea of that maybe this one will be yeah. the winner. Yeah. And I, I think that's, for me, that... 
but that's uh, that, that's just a, a, and I think you caught it from me. God bless you. Uh, uh, but I think it's one thing that makes me enjoy life because it it puts me like where I think Judy is very comfortable, but she doesn't like to go outside the box, mm. and um, I'm I'm kind of stomping on the box most times because yeah. I like to do different things. I yeah. like to try different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what makes life vibrant for me. That's what makes it. I mean, even if it crashes and burns, mm. uh, I I get a lesson out of it. So, yeah. I, you know that I don't know how we got on that, but it, it that's the fun part for me is, um, you know, let's try this. Mm-hmm. You know, it either works or it doesn't. Yeah. But I mean, let's try it. Yeah. I mean, the the worst thing I I I can even imagine is saying. Yeah, I wish I would have. Mm. You know, but yeah. Again, I gotta, I gotta preface that by saying, I like to throw things out there so that people can help me look at them, because once I get my point of view, I get very, very narrow focused on it, mm. and that's a danger for me because if I get too narrow focused on one thing, mm-hmm. everything else goes to shit. Yeah. And that's that's kind of my recovery. That there, that's that's my addiction. Mm. Uh, I'm always going to be a very compulsive person. Yeah. I'm always going to be a very obsessive person. See, I say no, for me anyway. Hey. I refuse. There's a way out. There's a way out of compulsiveness. There is a way out of the animal nature. That's what that is. The animal nature. Yeah. Um. And now that I know it's possible, I just. So I was going to say to you earlier, like in your next life, God knows what my relationship with you will be at that point. But mm. I would suggest you immediately jump on the path of liberation because with how you're designed, it's like with this life, mm. you, you had to get over alcoholism and you locked mm. onto it and mm. you did it and you've become this indomitable spirit. You know, everyone respects, uh, if not this life, because the conversations we've had, it seems like you're... Remember... Oh, we don't have time to get into that. But um, <laughs> the, when I was basically saying, like, with me and... The glimpse I had when I was in Los Angeles. Mm. So what I did, all it was, was I glimpsed that there's this castle in, this, in the middle of this woods that mm. we're all wandering. We're just yeah. wandering the woods. Some of us have larger circles that we're wandering mm. in, but we're all wandering. And, uh, and so I, was, I said to you, I'm like, if you knew there was a castle in the center, wouldn't you just... Like... It would it would burn inside you to refind it, to get back to it, and you're like, I'm quite happy with a nice my nice spot in the woods. You know what I mean? Like mm. with you built it up and it's it's wonderful. I'm very satisfied. So I'm not saying necessarily in this life if you want to go after it. I'm saying in the next one if that thing is real about reincarnation, yeah. um, you should just lock onto it because I think that you'd have it. Well, for me, I I don't disagree with that. I I just I just. My goal on this planet at this time around is to be the best version of me I can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, where that leads me, where that'll take me, I have no idea. Mm. I just know that progression mm. is, again, accepting where I'm at, mm-hmm. but trying to move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... I I I could hit that like I did for my addiction. Mm-hmm. I could all of a sudden wake up and go, 
I got it. Ah, uh, yeah. Wouldn't that be something? I, I, I got Do you it. have any idea how much of a fucking rage I would snap into if tomorrow <laughs> you become enlightened? Do you have any idea? That would ruin it for me in this lifetime. I would take the rest of this life just getting over my angst. You wrote a fucking book before me? Anyway, I'm not going to get it. <laughs> but, That's oh. hilarious. <laughs> he just went, oh, I got it. I got it. What? I would pop out of bed that day. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's too funny. Yeah. Uh, anyway. All right. Well, that's a good place to end it, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Oh, uh, thank you for listening to the uh, Just Recovery podcast. This was episode three. Uh, still not sure how you can contact us yet, but um, uh, we're going to uh, record a few of these. I want to, uh, Jeanette and I are doing the same thing. We're going to record like a handful of them so that it gives me time to do like the necessary artwork and stuff that I want. Like I'd like to do a, a caricature of you and I yeah. for our podcast, right. right? So that takes a day, maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. But anyway, uh, and so uh, I suppose if people are listening to this, they're already looking at it. Do you like the drawing? I haven't come up with it yet. Um, <laughs> and so uh, anyway, uh, thank you for listening. As always, we'll be back Sunday night at 9 o'clock. We have better internet now. Oh, that's, that's huge. Which is huge because I was thinking at some point we could even perhaps do like a Sunday afternoon or like a Saturday afternoon if anybody has any questions and we just did like a live stream session or something. Oh, like that'd that. be cool. Yeah. So we'll look at that uh, down the road. Um, Otherwise, have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Night, y'all.